If you want to know what's holding you back, it's your self-image. You won't ever, ever attain sustainable success beyond the level of your self-love, period. So improving your self-concept is critical, not optional. My name is Raven Burns Kushner, Wiccan Artist Life Coach, and this is the Paint Self-Love Podcast. My intention for today's discussion is that it be fun, insightful, and inspirational. So let's dive in. Hello and welcome to the channel. So we're going to be talking about issues of self-love and self-esteem as usual, and I wanted to continue the discussion of interview with a vampire, mainly because I'm obsessed with it, but also there's a ton of lessons to be learned. And that's, for me, the whole point of analyzing shows. It's not because of the show. It's because of what we can learn and glean for our own lives from looking at the relationship dynamics from the safe perspective of being an audience member. So last time I talked about Lestat and his being a narcissist, and he is, I mean, textbook, right? But in any dysfunctional relationship, you can never just look at the most eye-catching member of that relationship. Relationships are always a two-way street, and there's always two dysfunctional people in a dysfunctional relationship. So Louis is not blameless. Louis is a codependent, and I can call him out because that has been my struggle in my life in the past. And codependents are they kind of fly under the radar because they cover themselves in this armor. And we'll get into what that means. But a narcissist is kind of obvious. A narcissist has this inordinate need to be loved, to be admired, to be looked up to, to be the center of attention. And Lestat fits that to a T. He is the center of attention wherever he goes and he needs an audience and he doesn't care if if he if his reactions that he instills in people is good or bad like as long as he gets a rise out of you it doesn't matter if he pisses you off or if you're enraptured by him in a positive way he just needs to spark that emotion in people and so when he meets Louis for the first time he does exactly that Louise says he came there looking for Lily and he left there thinking only of Lestat, right? So this is a dream scenario for a narcissist. It's like he has completely gotten on Louis' radar and Louis had no idea who he was before this, but now he is the center of his focus. So Louis says when he first meets Lestat, I wanted to kill Lestat and I wanted to be Lestat. This is the ideal, right? narcissists have this inordinate need to be admired and respected, as I said, but codependents have their own need. Codependents have a need to be needed, right? And so Louis, in the beginning of the show, is in that position in his family. I found it interesting when he was telling Malloy about his story, he says, you know, that he had to take care of the family after his father passed. And Malloy says, yes, as the oldest son. And it's interesting that Louis corrects or adds to that and says, I was the favorite son. He didn't have to say that, right? But it's important to him that 
it be recognized that, yes, he was the oldest, but he was also the favorite. He was the one holding the family together. The mother was the matriarch, yes, but without him, the family, as he said, would have been into bankruptcy, would have been ruined. So without him, there is no Pont du Lac family. So he is in the perfect position as the codependent of his family in that his position in the family is uncontested. He is necessary, right? So the thing with codependence, though, is that not only do they need to be needed, they have this sneaking desire to control and to feel superior to other people. And they do it in such a subtle way that it's not commonly noticed. Normally, the attention is on the more outwardly dysfunctional person, such as the alcoholic or the narcissist or whoever is acting out. But the codependent is is pretending to be this innocent victim, but they are not. They are controlling the other person through their dysfunction, through being the grounded one, through being the good one. And so we see when Louis and Lestat first meet, they're, they're in their element because Lestat has, has created this vampire in Louis. So Lestat is comfortable in his position as the leader, as a center of attention. He's the mentor. He's the one that holds all the cards. He's the one that has all the power. And in their society, because he's white, he also has all the privilege. So he's firmly in control. And he plays to Louise need to be needed in the sense that whenever Louise starts to feel any kind of discontentment, such as when they went to the opera and Louise is stuck having to walk behind Lestat because of the racist society, you could see Louise is starting to have some discontent about this. And he doesn't like being called fledgling. And, and he's sort of sick of this feeling of being beneath Lestat. But Lestat always like draws him back in by these grandiose statements. You know, I was so lonely before I met you. You can't imagine how lonely it was. Never leave me. I need you. So this is music to the codependent's ear. And so they are firmly hooked together in Lestat being the leader, being the, you know, the one who's admired, the charming one, the standout of the group firmly in charge. And Louis is needed because he knows, well, yes, Lestat has all this wealth and he's beautiful and all this, but he's lonely and he needs me. And he's been around for hundreds of years and he's not met anybody like me. So they're both getting their needs met 100%. So what happens, right? The power dynamic starts to shift because as Louis gets more and more discontented with feeling powerless and, and feeling powerless in a few ways. He's, he's a new vampire. He's African-American in a racist society. He's just, he's losing his family because of his relationship with Lestat. So everything that, that made him feel superior and grounded and in charge and controlling of other people, he's starting to lose. And Lestat doesn't need him in the same way. Lestat has his own money. Lestat has more money than him. And yes, he's lonely, but Louis not getting his needs met in the sense of he's not feeling necessary 100%. 
So one of the ways he's sneaky ways he takes back his power is he announces five years into their relationship, right? That he's sick of killing people. He doesn't feel right about it anymore. He's not going to kill people anymore. He claims to be pretending to only like human blood. And, and he's now going to just eat what he can catch. He's just going to eat animals. And so <laughs> Lestat hearing this is horrified. When you think about it, Lestat, everything that he does is top notch. His clothes, his hair, everything is perfect. You don't see him going to seedy bars. He's always in the nicest of places, in the nicest of homes, with the nicest of furnishings, with the nicest of meals, high class all the way. So for him to hear that his life companion, his partner, his lover, somebody that he chased, is now going to be running around the alleys catching mice to eat, this is not sitting well. This is, first of all, it's ruining his image because a big part of narcissist image is the person that they're with. Louis is impressive. Louis is has achieved something that most people in his station have not achieved. He has his own business. He has his own property. He's wealthy. He's He can move in white circles um, freely because they know who he is. He has a certain amount of power. So as a narcissist, Lestat sees Louis as a one in a million, and he, and he is. But now he wants to take his vampire power and squander it by running through the streets, catching cats and rats and stuff like this. And not only that, but on top of that, Lestat would have to, and he admits later, has to feel judged by this, you know, and this is the worst thing that can happen to a narcissist to be viewed as lesser than, lesser than by their heretofore admirer and person who looked up to them. Now, Louis is saying things to Claudia like, don't do anything he would do, meaning Lestat. So he is claiming moral superiority over Lestat, and that's not lost in Lestat. Lestat gets what's happening, and he doesn't like it, <laughs> right? He's trying to put up with it because he doesn't want to lose Louis, but this is a huge chink in their relationship's armor. So how does Lestat even the playing field? Okay, now, right after their big argument, when Lestat goes along with Louis, you know, fantasy of being this righteous vampire, this humanitarian vampire who doesn't kill people. He's like, well, maybe we can just kill bad people, right? And Lestat rightfully says, like, what are you talking about? So how are you going to determine who's bad, bad enough to kill? So they settle on somebody. And even then, he still opts to, to eat a cat instead. And the look of contempt on Lestat's face is classic. So things aren't going well. And right after this is when he meet, Lestat meets Antoinette. Oh, Antoinette. All right. So now we have the fundamental thing that Louis was bringing to the table was I am curing Lestat's loneliness. But here we're seeing Lestat's not lonely. Lestat's greedy. Lestat has options. Lestat has another relationship. And this, this becomes a problem because up until now, all the humans that came into Lestat's life have been transitory. 
And Louis assumes that this is going to be a one night stand and a late night meal for Lestat. And when it turns out that he spared her and down the road is seeing her as this is a second relationship now. So this is undermining everything that Louis was bringing to the table. Despite what Lestat says and despite Lestat is a narcissist never wanting to let go of prime supply. Louis rightfully feels you don't really need me anymore. You have somebody. And I, who used to feel special, am no longer feeling very special. So he's now moving towards Claudia to get his needs met. Claudia is in the same position that he was. Claudia doesn't know what she's doing as a vampire. So he can be that father. He can be that role model. He can have his needs met by being needed by this child. Right? So their whole, the whole pinnacle of their, of the foundation of their relationship, Louis and Lestat is starting to fall apart and to crumble. They're eating away at each other's sense of self-esteem. Lestat no longer feels the center of attention because he's not. Louis has Claudia now, so Lestat is no longer the center of attention. He's no longer admired, and he's got this whole, oh, I'm a vegetarian, humanitarian, whatever he wants to call himself thing, so he's no longer feeling special either. So they're both in this situation where, as mutual codependents, they don't want to let go of each other, but they also are no longer meeting each other's needs. And so this is the bottom line. When you're in a relationship, when one person changes, either you both change together or it's going to fall apart. And you see this a lot when either somebody gives up an addiction or even when somebody loses weight. It's like, I've seen these shows where like, you know, one of them, one of the partner will go on a like weight loss program or something like that, get a personal trainer, get their life together. And I'm watching it and I can see like, and their partner is almost always significantly overweight. And so they never follow after what happens after the partner makes this big change and they used to be obese and now they're slim and fit. That isn't sustainable either the overweight partner is going to suck them back into their previous lifestyle, which is what usually happens because that's easier. Or the, the other partner is going to change with them or they're going to break up. <laughs> these, these are your options. You change together, you go back to your old ways together, or you break up. So for us, when we're thinking about ourselves and our environments, it's the same thing. If you are, whether you are more of a Louis as I am, or whether you're more of a Lestat, it doesn't matter. Whatever environment you find yourself in, you have evolved to be in that environment. And that is the nature of evolution. Evolution as a law says that creatures evolve to fit into their environment. When the environment changes, either they have to adapt and change, or they have to migrate to a new environment, or they die. Those are the options. And these are the options before Louis and Lestat. 
And you can see what's happening. Lestat is becoming more Lestat. He's becoming more dysfunctional, more selfish, more dishonest, more violent. Louis the codependent is dying. His life force, his passion that he used to have is ebbing away. And like Lestat says, he couldn't pluck an apple off of a tree at this point. And Lestat's short-term you know, solution to this is to drag Claudia back here. He seems to do better when you're around, just be here. And, and that's always Lestat's option is to move people around like chess pieces. This is not going to work either. The codependent without the person who needs them also is is going to crumble and become a shadow of their self. And we see Louis resign himself to this relationship that is miserable and unhappy where he doesn't feel needed. And even Claudia, he tells Claudia, you don't need me. You think you do, but you don't. So he's out here, a codependent with nobody to need him. He can't live like this. And you see, he's going to kill himself. He's a shadow of his former self. And so for us to think about it, whatever environment that we're in, that is going to determine how we end up. And not in a passive way, because we can choose our environment. We can either migrate, we can adapt to the environment, or we'll self-destruct. Those are our options. And so Claudia, what I love about Claudia is that she represents that third option. She is somebody who, yes, she has made a ton of mistakes. She's made rookie mistakes. She's a new vampire and a child. She's got a lot going on. And not just a child, puberty. (laughs) Okay. One of the most turbulent times in your life to go through as a human being. And on top of that, she's a new vampire, horrible situation to be put in. But Claudia represents who we can be. We have the ability to learn, to evolve, to adapt, to adapt and to grow. And that's what she does. She learns from her mistakes. She reads her environment. She identifies Lestat's acting out as fear. That's huge. When he, she, she tells Louis, he's scared. And when he's scared, he mocks. This is the first time that he's really been called out as what he's doing is a strategy. It's his dysfunction acting out. And she's not falling for it. And she's trying to point it out to Louis. But Louis and Lestat become the children in the relationship and she becomes the guardian. She becomes the parent. And so I want to look at her next, even though there's really not, she doesn't have a ton of dysfunction because she learns how to overcome. (laughs) She grows. And this is what can happen though. If you're in Louise's position and you can change, if you have a Claudia in your life, that is your life raft. And we see we see Louis cling to Claudia, but we also see that there's only so much Claudia can do because by the end, Louis is, Louis is still caught up in the cycle of the narcissist codependent dance because it really wasn't his choice. He knows Lestat has to die, but he didn't make the decision. Claudia made the decision, and that's the key. 
for us as viewers, we need to be Claudia. We need, either need to have a Claudia in our lives and become like her, or we just need to be a Claudia because neither Lestat nor Louis, at least from what we see so far, has actually grown. It's like Louis took the step that he needed to take, but only sort of at gunpoint, for lack of a better word. He did it because Claudia was pushing him to do it. On his own, he would have made out with Lestat on the dance floor and they would have gone off to continue their dysfunction together forever or until one of them died. (laughs) Okay, so... That's it for today. That's all I have to say about it. What our takeaway needs to be is that we have to determine what our environments will be. We have to decide that we're going to evolve because the only other choice is stagnation and death. So I hope that was helpful. I hope it was inspiring. And we'll see what we talk about next week. Have a beautiful and blessed day. Bye-bye. I hope you enjoyed today's discussion. Visit paintselflove.com to book a coaching appointment or to sign up for the next workshop. Until next time, love yourself and love yourself well. Blessed be.